This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. Audio. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. All right, everyone, welcome. We have uh, Randy Litke on today from L.A. He's from L.A. Well, I mean, he lives in L.A., but the episode is from L.A. in a fancy recording studio. So even though I've had improved sound in my home studio... It's probably not as good as the sound you're going to hear now or hearing now. I'm not a big rambler, but I just rambled a little bit. Check me out uh, on the road. Where am I going to be? I'm going to be at the Benson Ball in D.C. on October 2nd and 3rd. I'm going to be in uh, all over Europe. Well, all over, not all over, but several cities. Helsinki, uh, Amsterdam, Stockholm. Dublin, Galway, and Oslo. Not in that order. In October. You can find all this on my website, toddberry.com. Follow me on Twitter, at Todd Barry. And here's Randy Litke. Oh, shit. Randy Litke's sitting across from me. <laughs> sitting across from me in Los Angeles. Is that in your notes? <laughs> it is. I, I wrote it. I have notes. I wrote to Brendan Walsh to get some to do a pre-interview for you. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so that's how I that's how I research guests. I don't say, what do you want to talk about? I ask your friend. Oh, uh, that's good. What should I ask him about? With other guests, you could probably look at their Wikipedia page, but I don't have one. You don't really have one? Uh-uh. How do you not have a... I don't know, but I'm not going to worry about it a, too much. That's almost a wonderful, weirdly lack of fame that you have, <laughs> don't even have a Wikipedia. I know because... That's almost like an achievement in itself. Someone used that as a slam on me one time, so that's how I... How I know. Someone said that you don't. At least I have a Wikipedia page. Your mom is so fat that she doesn't know that to start a Wikipedia page for it. <laughs> That's a good slam. Yeah, take that. So you re- have you re- do you check periodically? Well, I Google my name every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're still in that phase. Huh? <laughs> Come on, you yeah, Google you, your name. You got to grow out of that. Man. No, I was doing it recently because I didn't even have a website. So I I had a guy build me like a really simple website, and then I was trying to see if it was searchable yet, and it still isn't. He's got to put those meta tags in there yeah, or something. Yeah, I didn't pay him. What's very your? Much. I saw a website of yours. I have like a a Tumblr page. Yeah, and then I just wanted some sort of nothing site just in case people try to find me. Did you get your name dot com? No. <laughs> really? No. Some guy that has my name in Canada. Uh, has the site and it forwards to his like business website. Yeah, that's a tough one because you can't get mad at him because he does have the same yeah. name as you. I emailed him uh, casually and was like, "Oh my gosh, we have the same name, uh, but I noticed you're not even really using it. Would you mind just giving it to me?" Well, we, oh, like it just forwards to like his wealth management yeah. website or whatever. Did he write back to you? No, I'd, I feel like the guy who uh, 
is in wealth management. <laughs> he knows <laughs> better <laughs> than to give away. He's not in wealth management because he well, gives shit I, away. Yeah, I thought I would start with zero dollars, and then he could, rather than me offer. Right. So, would you pay for that? I don't even know. Probably, I don't really care that much. Oh, you should. Under a thousand dollars. Why don't you say, "Is there any amount of money I can pay?" Right yeah. in the back. Yeah. Especially if he's not using it. He probably just if he's so rich, he's probably like, "Oh, for ten dollars a year, I can." If I ever eventually need this. Yeah. I was just hoping if someone searches my name, as long as my site pops that's up true. before yeah, his. That's true. Um, right now I have lidkeyrandy.com. That's not bad. Yeah, but it's still kind of What weird. about lidkey.com? I think maybe someone might have that one too, but also that's like the hardest one to spell. To spell. <laughs> and you know randy.com. Randy.com. I'm trying to get uh, at Randy on Twitter. At Randy, because it's it's not hasn't been used for a long time, and uh, a guy that I know was like, "Hey, if you ever need a, a a Twitter that that you want, but no one's using it, like it's suspended." Uh-huh. So this guy's working on it for me. Oh, he works at Twitter. No, he just has the contact because he did it one time where he needed a specific Twitter handle. So I, I did that, that with Instagram. With you got your talking yeah, about I had there was I mean maybe I shouldn't reveal this. I should <laughs> act like my people did this. Yeah, me. yeah. But no, there was. Um, Todd Barry on Instagram, and I kind of looked, and the guy hadn't posted anything for like over a year. Yeah. So I found a support email address for Instagram, and I wrote to them, and I said, "Hey, it's Todd Barry, big superstar, verified account." <laughs> and they were like, "Whoa!" And they t- they they took care of it. That's good. I hope the other guy's not mad. And ah, forget him. It wasn't me who did it. It's Instagram chose to and take it was his account. Your people, not you. It was my people, and uh, you can't get to them. Yeah. What uh, so what do you ha- what do you have right now, on my on my website? No, what is the name of it? Of my website? Yeah, lidkeyrandy.com. Oh, lidkeyrandy. Didn't you have another one? I thought I saw one on like, I am Randy or something. No, no. that's that's lidkey lidkey randy is lidkey your... randy. Is that I was the just... one that's on your Twitter? Uh, <laughs> oh, my Twitter is is just randy lidkey. No, no, no. Wow, this is <laughs> turning into a terrible conversation. This is great. I mean, it was a bad conversation, but now it's getting really... Yeah, yeah. No, I thought on your Twitter bio, I saw a different web URL. Oh. But we don't need to talk about oh this Oh, my much. gosh. We could get into it if you want. What's on your website? Nothing. <laughs> I, just, I feel like you would have a fun website. Um, well, I just wanted... I, I found a guy that followed me on Twitter that was willing to do it very quickly and very cheaply. You got to be careful. There's a lot of terrible websites. Out. It's pretty simple. The guy The guy is like... I looked at his website and I was like, that's what I want. Very simple, cool looking. Yeah. Just has a header and then some links and a photo and then like an embedded video. That's called a Tumblr. I know. <laughs> you could do that. You could, you, could, you could take like a night off or an hour off. Yeah. And get that thing into shape. Yeah, it it looks all right. He's, he's working cheap though. This guy. Uh yeah, yeah. He was willing to do it for free, but oh, that <laughs> I tossed him some money. Did you really? Big time. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm very wealthy. I know you are. Yeah. What what kind of money are, you, are uh, we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I have thousands of dollars. Do you? Yeah. I don't even know. Like uh, I don't know you that well. I, I ran into you. Was that the first time I met you in Charleston? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I. I I'd seen you. I'd seen you around, but we'd never really had a conversation. Yeah, you're you're scared. I get it. <laughs> I, well, I, didn't, I never had an introduction to you up yeah. until that point. Yeah, it'd be hard to walk up to me and go, "Hey." Yeah. Hi, I'm Brendan's friend. I'm Randy. I'm a huge fan of you. <laughs> I would have really bummed me out if you did that. Yeah, I'm sure. So you're opening for Anthony Jeselnik, and I was in in uh, Charleston at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Doing a little place. 
But we hung out. We mm-hmm. went to a restaurant that was unbelievably dance clubby loud. It was so loud. That yeah. was, I was angry at myself That's for not my, walking out of there. My favorite moment of that weekend was uh, when they took your order and you said, and a turn the music down. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> you said, I'll have this, this, and a turn the music down. And I think she laughed because I think she was like, yeah, I'm, on, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I hate this job. For yeah. eight hours a day, I have to listen. It was terrible th- music, if I remember. I think it did get turned down, but then it got turned right back up by the bartender. See, I don't want to be the guy who says, hey, I'm coming to your restaurant, and you got to modify your restaurant for my tastes. Yeah. But at the same time. I did in that. I did it in a funny way. Well, yeah, and if it's and it mostly work, so. if it's mostly a restaurant, the music shouldn't be that no, loud. No, it's it's childish. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any. I don't know like guys in Metallica probably would have said, "Turn this fucking shit down." Yeah, and it didn't. Yeah, it was very trebly. Oh, let's send Metallica there <laughs> to test. Them. I'm going to give them a gift card for that restaurant. Yeah, and I'm going to send them there. And uh, uh, how many dates did you do with Anthony Jeselin? Um That time it was just three, and the first one got canceled, and so just two. How did you do on the one that was canceled? Uh, I was still there. Actually, really? Yeah, because um, I had already booked my flight. To, to where was it? Louisville. Yeah. And uh, they were like, okay, this show we're not going to do, so cancel your flight and then book a different flight to Charleston because my flights were already through Louisville. Yeah. And then there was, like, only red eyes available, really, like, middle seats. Were they going to pay all the changes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were. I I was like, I don't want to fly middle seat red eye to Charleston, and I don't have anything going on the day before. So I said, as long as you'll still pay for the hotel in Louisville, which will be cheaper than switching flights. Yeah, you take a night off in a city you've never been. Yeah. That's a cool city. So I just flew to Louisville. And then there was a huge, there was, like, tornado warnings, kind of. Uh, so you really got a you got a good uh, yeah. Good I was tired, to see so it and I just it slept in a hotel. I ate a nice meal, and that was about it. Really? Yeah. Did you stay at that hotel that's in the museum in Louisville? No, it was. Uh, I think it must have been like a Marriott or something. But, yeah. What'd you eat that night? So did you order room service? No, I went. There was a restaurant that I had heard of that was just down the street, and uh, it was good. Had uh, <laughs> I love talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm trying to think. I, I had some sort of pork chop with oh rye streusel. Um, so you did the whole, the whole like I'm a businessman out alone I just, traveling on a business. I you know I never been there. I like food. Yeah, very interested in food. I love and beverage. food. And this place also had. I mean, it's Louisville, so they had like a hundred types of bourbon, and uh, it was good. Do you drink bourbon? Yeah, yeah, I like rye. I, I kind of lean towards rye, but um, so you seem to me like a guy who either doesn't drink at all ever and never has, or <laughs> is a huge alcohol. I'm neither. I just made that. I don't even get that. I don't even get that. I didn't me. drink. Just, I didn't drink until treat. I was in college, so I wasn't like a, a drinker guy. And that's when you found your love of bourbon. Yeah, that's when I I gradually worked my way into mostly just drinking whiskey. So you show up in Louisville. They say there's a tornado, so you're not gonna like go for a stroll. Yeah, well, I just woke. I fell asleep really early, and then the I, the news was on, and then I woke up to <laughs> tornado warnings, which were like you know in a county over. So, but it was really rainy and stormy. So then you flew to to Charleston. Flew to Charleston in a tornado. Uh it was fine the next oh, day. Oh, that would have been terrible if that set off a whole a chain reaction of like, oh, you shouldn't have gone to Louisville because no, now you canceled. can't get out of Louisville. Now you can't get I'd to still Charleston. be stuck in a tornado. You'd still, you would be like, I'm tired of ordering this pork chop. It's, <laughs> been, like, it's been six months of this pork. 
So you did Charleston. What was the other city? Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. How are they? They are great. Uh, Asheville, I kind of like the Asheville show better. I was predicting that I would like the Charleston show. Oh, really? Because I just really like Charleston. Charleston's, Charleston's nice. A great place. It is a nice place. Asheville's cool also. Asheville's really cool. Asheville was in like a music venue, so it was all- Oh, like the Orange Peel or something? Yeah, yeah. So it was all flat seating, and if I had to like look at each venue and be like, which show's going to be better, I would have picked Charleston, but Asheville was just a better better time. I like that. I, I Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you look yeah. out and you go, oh, this is going to be rough. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a standing ovation for like <laughs> hours and hours. Yeah. And it just never ends. It sucks when you're opening for someone and you get a standing ovation and makes them look bad. I know. know. How long did he let you do? Or did you do? Um, I was doing t- like 25. He wanted me to do 20. I think I did about 25. Really? Yeah. That's pretty. Uh, that's a long time. yeah, yeah. So you oh so you kind of you ran the light a little bit. Well, no, I did. I was expecting to do thirty, and then when he was like, "Just do 20, the first night I I tried to do twenty, and I did about twenty five. So the second night I I reined it in a little bit. He got mad at you. No, no, he didn't care because there was no one else. It was just me and him, so it wasn't that huge of a deal. I've been on two flights with him recently. Oh yeah, just coincidentally. He's, he's always in first class, huh? He is, yeah, and he makes a point of it. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit up front. Okay, all right. <laughs> It's a fucking 45-minute flight, but enjoy yourself. I did uh, first class for the first time, basically. I had first class once like on a 30-minute flight that meant nothing. Yeah. And then I I upgraded on my way back from New York, and it was so worth it. It was unreal. Where? where from New York to L.A.? Yeah, JFK to LAX. What airline? Uh, United. How much did that cost you? It was, it was day, it was within 24 hours. It was only $250 for an upgrade. And that was worth it? And I was already spending... A little over a hundred to just to have extra leg room, right? And so I was like, basically a hundred more dollars. And my flight was delayed, and it was for the next day. So I was like, wow, I don't want to like have to worry about it at all. It was, it was worth it. Oh my god, I yeah, I don't fit in airplanes. Yeah, I know. how tall are you? Like six four, six four, six five. And uh, well, you don't know how tall you are. Well, when I say six five, <laughs> people go, yeah, right. So then I say six four, and you led with six four. So then I was like, what? yeah, yeah, you're right. Why would you? <laughs> so you, someone goes, you, how tall are you? Six five? No, you're six four. Okay, I'm six four. I just would rather. You just not... don't want the argument. Yeah, and here we are, arguing about. So it. is it six five? Six five. Wow. Uh, so but... that was a good first class upgrade, huh? It was amazing, and it was like. Uh, three course meal. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I didn't know. I had you've no, ne- oh, you'd never. Fall. No, the first thing they did was take my food order. Did you have ice cream? Yeah, absolutely. I was like one of the only ones that was like they had a cart full of sundays. Yeah, I know. And I was like, yes, please. And I have United Silver. Oh, okay. Status. I just started with them. Oh, you got to start. Because uh, I just did a bunch of <coughs> New York flights, and I was like, I better. I actually just got laughed off of the phone by one of their employees. Why is that? Because I didn't understand. I just called to ask about. I just started their plan. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, I just did this flight, and I bought me and my girlfriend tickets. And I thought maybe that her tickets would count for me because I bought them. Right. And they don't. No. But I didn't know that, so I was just calling to be like, "Is that going to show up, or does that not count? Yeah, that's not 
reason to laugh at you. Like she gets that question six hundred times a day. Well, and she kind of just kept skirting around the question because she didn't understand what I was saying. She kept being like, "The second leg of your flight will show up in five days, so that's when you need to call." And I go, "No, no, no, that's not what I'm asking about. I'm asking you just about." Want to know if you got her miles? Yeah. And then finally, when she go when she realized what I was asking, she goes, "Oh, no!" Like she was so rude. Really? And I wrote an email to the people about her because it made me Did so Did you really? Yeah, I've, yeah. Written, I've written it. That's like the only time I get to be. I'm not like Mr. I want to see the manager, but there's a couple of times yeah. I've written airlines. And I was like, because I was calm the whole conversation. I even was like, okay, uh, why did you just laugh at me? I don't understand. Oh, you that. said that to her? Yeah. And she goes, I'm not laughing. And I go, I just don't think that's appropriate. Like, I stayed so calm. Really? And then I was like, I need your name and I need- Wow. Like, and then- I sent an email, and then three days later, they sent me a form email back that just was like, "We're sorry," like they they didn't they didn't give you any miles. They didn't right? address it. They didn't even say. They just said it was like a form letter. They're that just said, wearing We're sorry. you down. They're just gonna be like, "Oh, he's not gonna go another." They round don't do this. any. That's the problem with the United is they don't like. Act they used to in the past. Anything, that they actually... just say sorry. <clears throat> that's what happened last time I wrote to them because other times I've written to them, and they'll go, "We're sorry." Uh, here's seven thousand miles or something. Mm-hmm. But last time I had a night, kind of a semi nightmare thing, and they, yeah, yeah, they, they were like, have... "Yeah, we hear you, and uh, whatever things happen, bye." Yeah, they're just like, "Oh, well, we hope you give us a second chance." Maybe the woman was laughing though, because like me, she didn't believe you had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts. I know. <laughs> Who's your girlfriend? Uh, her name is Chelsea. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, we've been dating for five years. Oh, I think I heard you talk about her. Yeah, I did. I, I mentioned her in a set recently. Um, what does she do? She is a she. Well, she used to be a chocolatier. Nice. And now she is mostly doing like baking. She runs kind of the baking program at a nice coffee shop cafe thing. So she's gonna hook me up. Is what you're saying? Yeah, man. I mean, sure. I mean, I got a big box of cookies from being on at midnight, but there's always room for more. Yeah, no, she does some good stuff. Brownies, pie. Holy stuff like pie. that. Pie. Oh my god. She's like the best at pie. 5 years. Yeah, yeah, we live we live together. Oh my god. That's pretty crazy. That's a bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 31. And uh, where did you go to college? I went to Washington State University in Pullman, Washington. Okay. Eastern, like right next to Idaho. How's that? Eh, it was all right. I uh, I kind of chose it because it was. I grew up in Oregon, and it was like far enough away from Oregon, but similar. It was a small town, and uh, had the seasons. It was like snowy. Didn't rain, but it snowed and got hot. And I liked that. Where did you? Where did you get your degree? Um, social sciences. Really? Yeah, psychology and um, a minor in um, hospitality business management. Because I was cooking in restaurants, and I thought that's what I wanted to do was own a restaurant. But you wanted to put most emphasis on sociology. I was already like I had already taken all the classes. They're like, hey, if you take, uh, if you like write a thesis, you can be a psychology major. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So I basically took every psychology class they had to offer and almost all of the sociology. And then I was like, I just want to get out of here. And so they're like, here, you're a social sciences major. Wow. Yeah. Did you um, did you have any idea what you wanted to do when you were Not really. I thought- Oh, you wanted to open a restaurant. Yeah, but when I first went to college, I thought I wanted to be in advertising because I thought that meant like that you could write 
I, that was my way of like I can write jokes. Yeah, like I could write something that's funny and put it on TV because I didn't think that you could be like I want to be a comedian. That didn't register. Yeah, because I I don't know small town, not near any type of entertainment industry. And explaining to my parents, like, yeah, I don't want to go. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. So I was like, I want to be in advertising. But then I realized that meant, like, statistics, and it wasn't really what I thought it was. Where did you do your first open mic? Uh, Spokane, Washington. I've never been to Spokane. Oh, it's all right. Where where was the comedy (laughs) club there? Yeah, there was a club there called the Brick Wall Comedy Club. Pretty original. And uh, That actually is a good name for a comedy club because everyone mentions this fucking brick wall yeah to be like just have it in the title i think is nice the owner was a scoundrel piece of shit guy really yeah like total thief <coughs> and... really a comedy club owner yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he, he would pay the headliners uh, half cash half check knowing that the check wouldn't clear ever oh my god and uh so i would do open mics there and then i entered this amateur comedy competition uh thing where it's like he he strung it on for like six months so he didn't have to pay anybody so he was like, I don't need to have headliners for the next six months because people will come watch this thing. Oh, it was like a contest? Yeah, yeah. And uh, by the time it was the finals, I had already graduated college and moved back to Oregon. But I was like, I think I'm going to win. So I still, it was like a six-hour drive to go do this competition thing. Did you tell me this before? I feel like I've heard this. Maybe. Maybe there's another guy I know who drove six hours. Yeah. Did you win? Yeah, I won. But then it took him like another eight months to finally pay me. You did? I have heard this story. Yeah, maybe. When did I hear this? The I don't know. only other time I've ever talked to you. Probably, I don't know. Man, this is your go-to story. Huh? Well, you asked me where I did my first I did. Mic. <laughs> that leads to that story. That maybe cuz I may have said it on a different podcast. So is I, this I, the way you talk to the United yeah. representative cuz I'm starting to be on her side. <laughs> a little testy. No, I'm a good guy. I know you are. I'm just fucking <laughs> Uh, yeah, Spokane. Spokane is uh, I don't know, it's a reputation for being kind of shitty and it kind of is. But it's an okay place. I'm going to Tacoma in November. Tacoma? Okay. That's better than Spokane. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Because it's close to Seattle? Yeah. My brother lives in that area. Really? No Brothers. free tickets? Free? You want to... <laughs> He's got to pay. He's not a fan. Okay. Hey. <laughs> oh, well, six, hey. six free tickets for him. <laughs> got to win him and five of his friends over. He's got four kids. Can he bring his kids? Really? Yeah. You have Your brother has four kids? He had two boys, and then they were like, should we try to have a girl? And then they had twins. So now they have four kids. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? He's he's four years older than me. And he's got four kids? Four kids. What does he do? He works for T-Mobile. Really? Yeah. I don't like their new campaign. Do you see their new campaign where they're encouraging you to text and take pictures at concerts? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It's just like they show this, this super MTV <laughs> cut of people. Like They show a guy like videotaping it and then texting. It's like- that's you funny. know that's not good behavior, right? Yeah, they're just trying everything. Like the they, their their mo- other one was they buy you out of your old contract from uh-huh. a different place. They're just like forcing every other company to do stuff they don't want to do because they're like ah, T-Mobile. Now we have to do that. So we brother hooked me up though. Even oh, though yeah. I don't like their campaign. <laughs> <laughs> he hooks me up. Does he? Kinda. That's a life, man. You have free phone. <laughs> I don't get free phones, but I get cheap uh, service. You get cheap. <laughs> you get the friends and family discount. Well, like I'm on some sort of plan with him. That's that's pretty cheap, but you have to pay full price for phones. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. Let's keep talking about this. You got it, man. 
So when so you then you moved to L.A. after how many years of you were kicking around the Washington comedy uh, scene? Yeah, I kind of like my last year in college, I did uh, some stand up like open mics, and then I moved to Oregon to save some money for like three or four months. And then I moved to L.A. So I'd only been doing stand up for like six or seven months when you moved to L.A. Yeah, and that was how long ago? That was like. Almost seven years ago. So you've only been doing it about seven years. Yeah. And you've already, you're on the Todd Berry podcast. Yeah, I'm a huge star now. You were on Seth Meyers? Yeah, I just did Seth Meyers. I saw that set. It was funny. Oh, thank you. It's It was like, I watched, I go, man, how did, it didn't seem like a TV set. I know, yeah. Which is not a bad thing. No, it was, because that's a set that I've been working on, like the, the, the whole proposal thing. Yeah. That's something that I've been working on for about a year where it's like it just keeps getting longer, and then I was able to like rein it in for a TV set because I had so many options for it. Right. So I'm like, these are the six or seven things that always get laughs, and so it was. If it was new, it would have been tough to time out, but I'd been kind of doing it for a little while. So. So they they were fine with they didn't try. Yeah, to yeah. No, well, uh, the Booker saw me on Last Comic Standing. Uh huh. And uh, he was like, hey, you should submit a tape. So I submitted a tape of that set because I'd been kind of wanting to. It's the perfect thing. It wouldn't work on Comedy Central because it's not as, like, urgent. That's funny. We saw a tape of you. You should submit a tape. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I, I submitted because he's like, I want to see a different right, set. Right, And uh, so I submitted that, and they're like, yeah, we like this. And then he happened to see me in Montreal do the same set. On, not the main show that I was there to do, but a different show. Uh-huh. And then after he saw me do it there, he was like, because it, it just happened to be like perfect circumstances. Right. And uh, was he, it, he where was, was it at? Like catacombs or whatever? No, it was in a small, little small venue called the Wiggle Room. Okay. And uh, it was our second, because I was on New Faces this year. <coughs> yeah. And it was our second New Faces show, which had no importance put on it. It was just like, yeah, we'll give you a second show. And then everyone was kind of like, going through the motions of their set, and I decided just to do a different set that I was there to do. And then it happened to be that set, and he happened to be there, which oh, I didn't man. know. It just really worked out. And then they flew you to New York? Um, they didn't fly you? Well, I flew I flew there. Oh, man, awkward <laughs> city. We won't cut this out, but awkward I don't care. City. No, I mean- No, it's not like a big I'm not. I had, I'm glad I got to do it, and I would have done it either way, but no, they didn't pay for really? travel. Yeah. Not even a hotel? No hotel. Do you have a manager? I have an uh, agent. But I'm the manager. I got rid of my my old manager, and it was right right before things started kind of happening for me. So really, it was like perfect timing. Are they are they mad at you? They don't. They're not a manager anymore. Oh well, they they stopped being a manager. Well, it was a good company, but my actual manager, probably months after we decided not to work together, decided not to be a manager. It sounds like you had a good instinct there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then. A couple months later, some agent was interested. So it's actually worked out perfect because they kind of do what I need them to do. I don't need They should have gotten your hotel room. They said they just don't do it. They weren't able to negotiate. They've negotiated some stuff for me, but they're like, they don't do it. No, it's probably true. And but, uh, comedians, pay... they just know you. Do you exactly. want to be on TV or do you not want to be on TV? I guarantee that like all the bands that they have. I, I bet the bands don't get flown. You in. don't think so? I don't, I don't know. Too many people. But they must fly some people in. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, the first and second guests. Where did you stay? I got an Airbnb in Greenpoint. Greenpoint? Yeah. I like Greenpoint. Greenpoint, that's where I stayed last time I was in New York. It's It's easy to get into Manhattan and it's close to everything. 
But you got to take the G to the L. That's I wouldn't call that easy. Yeah, I mean, it, that's but it's about twelve because minutes, of that. But... It's cheaper than staying in Williamsburg, and it's cheaper than staying in Manhattan. <laughs> I've never done Airbnb. Airbnb. It's good. I mean, you got to kind of uh, once you do it a few times, you know, kind of what to look for. What do you look for? Um, well, obviously, bed like, bugs. Yeah, yeah. You need a place that has decent reviews, right? Yeah. And the best reviews are the ones where they say, "I didn't even meet the person." Because a lot of times uh, the people like can be – they just like linger and they don't leave you alone. Oh, did you do a shared thing? No, no. But the people who like – it's their place and yeah. they're renting it out. Yeah. Sometimes they like to kind of be in your business. Uh-huh. So the best ones are they're like, yeah, they left the key at this place. I picked it up. I didn't ever meet them. Oh. But if I needed something, they were available on the phone. So this was good? Yeah, this one was really good. I stayed in a kind of shitty place for like five nights in Greenpoint because it was the cheapest I could find. And it was really good, but it was just very bare bones and kind of dingy. And it's, this place was clean? I'd this, always be worried about those sheets. Yeah, no, this place was really good. This place was like in an old pencil factory. Oh, there, is it the bar? The pencil factory in there? No, it's probably near there, though. But it was this giant building that the, it was recently renovated, so like each apartment is really like nice and feels good. Did um, how long did you stay there? Just two nights. Oh, so that's why you didn't call me. <laughs> um, I was there. Yeah, I didn't have very much time. I was there with my girlfriend. My parents actually went too. Really? Yeah, they're excited. This is the first like cool thing I've ever done. Are they? Uh, were they happy? They're very happy. Yeah. Where do they live? Oregon. Why didn't they pay for your hotel? <laughs> that's like that's like primo. That's no, a they huge paid for, mistake they made. They paid for a big meal afterwards. We went to a nice place. Where'd you go? The Dutch. Oh, that's on, on Prince Street, right? Yeah, yeah. It was good. We went to the Dutch, and then before that, we went to a bar called the Nomad Bar in a hotel for a couple of drinks. So you sort of went to a hotel. Yeah, we were. We, we were, went to a hotel bar. We're near a hotel. If I'm paying, I would rather stay in an Airbnb in New York. So the hotels are like $400, no, they're ridiculous. Four hundred, five hundred. I'm on your side. On yeah, this. they're ridiculous. Whereas the Airbnb I stayed in was one fifty a night, and it was like that seems like a lot for an Airbnb. Oh no, it was a whole apartment. It was really? a nice apartment. Um, I mean, it was like a kind of a studio apartment, but it was nice. Did um, how did you pick the Dutch to eat at? I've never eaten there. I just did a whole You're a food guy, so I'm, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. I, what I have been starting with, my starting point, is yeah. there's a website called Eater. Yeah, I know Eater. Eater, like 38 or whatever. Yeah. And they do like the top 38 restaurants or whatever. And I kind of skim through there and see which ones aren't super like pretentious. Like I don't want to eat at like a white tablecloth type of place. Right, a stuffy place. And uh, and then I'll look, go to their website and look at their menus and then see kind of what it's all about. And then that one just seemed – my dad – and mom aren't like super adventurous eaters. So I was trying to find a place that had nice stuff but still had like classic stuff. Right. So they wouldn't order like, can I get this without this, 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 and this? Yeah. Or just like, because they would have just been like, no, well, we're fine. But I know like my dad doesn't want to eat like raw oysters, which this place had. But if it was or like bone marrow. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not a bone what marrow. What did you guy. eat there? Do you remember? Uh, we got some oysters and some clams. Right after you tell me he doesn't, your he dad doesn't like them, oysters. He didn't though. But me and my should, girlfriend. should not have ordered them. No. Out of respect. They are great. And then uh, I got some sort of pork, barbecue pork plate that had like pork four different ways. Really? It was good, yeah. And then 
Uh, my girlfriend got some Korean, some sort of, it was a, a flank steak of some sort oh, with, with kimchi rice. Oh, man. It was good. It was really good. And uh, my dad got a giant New York steak, New York strip. Might as well find out what your mom got. My mom. <laughs> That'd be weird. If someone will write to me, like, you, know what? Uh, you got everyone's order, but you didn't get his mom's order? My mom doesn't eat. No, she had a, she had a tamale, and then she shared the steak. So this place tells, sells tamales. All over the place. And pulled pork and... Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to well, have to check it out. My Yeah, my plate was like a rib, one rib, some pork loin, like smoked pork loin, and pork belly, and then it had like beans with it. It was good. Did you uh, did you have any wine with that? I didn't. I had a cocktail at the place before. But Bourbon not, and soda? I got some <laughs> sort of, yeah. Really, really expensive scotch and Mountain Dew. That was after the set, though, right? After the set, I was I drank while I was waiting to go on too. Did um, it went well though the set? I was really happy with it. Yeah. Did and you get any like feedback like? Uh yeah, like from people know. that you matter. I mean, like did Martin Scorsese <laughs> happen to catch it? I've got I don't know how appropriate it is to talk about some of the stuff. Really? But uh, there's been one really good thing that's happened from it. Do you want? Are you allowed to talk about it? If not, then don't. Uh, no, I, they would just set myself up to look like a failure if it didn't work out. Oh, then you have to talk. About it. <laughs> and then I'll rerun just, I just I, saying that. Yeah, yeah. Now I got some. I got some really good feedback from people that I respect and whatnot. So that's good. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah. Were you nervous? I was about a month before. I was kind of like I went to a taping when I was in New York after Montreal. I went to a taping just to kind of be there and see yeah. it, and. Uh, it kind of made me a little nervous just I'd never done a late night set and just like the form of late night is so is is such a existing thing that I've grown up watching right so when the show started and the music started I was kind of like oh man this is pretty big you know who was on your show uh Juliana Margulies and Vigo Mortensen which I don't really know them but I know the names I was the one staying at the same hotel as Vigo Mortensen in uh, Copenhagen really? uh-huh that's the whole story. <laughs> yeah, he's. Did uh, you meet either of them? No. No. It they, happens. I stayed in my room. It happens that you don't meet them. I kept my Quite door open. I, I was like the one guest. In case that, Vigo wanted. Yeah, in case I Juliana was on the show as well. Yeah, yeah. I met uh, Seth. He's introduced. Yeah, he's himself. nice. He's real nice. And some of the people in the band talked to me for a little while. Oh, I know some of those people. In the oh, band. yeah. Well, I know Sid, the bass player. The Sid, the bass player. I didn't talk to. I talked to Eli, the keyboard player. He doesn't like you. Now, <laughs> he was really cool. He told me <laughs> he did not enjoy that conversation. Oh man! And you did last comic standing. I watched you on that. Yeah, I did. What? That. Uh, how'd you like doing that, man? Uh, I'm glad I did it. It really it worked out for me. Like my goal was just to get a couple minutes of stand up on TV and not look bad. And that's what happened. But the actual experience was Is that what of... you think happened, really? <laughs> I mean, more people will see that than my Seth Meyers set. I know. It's crazy. I th- no, I thought you came across good. And then I also felt like they were like, oh, this guy's different. Uh-huh. So, you know, you, you know you can't win, right? Yeah, no. I figured what they thought was, oh, he was really funny, but I bet that's all he has. You know what I mean? Like, oh, really? Like, what is he going to do next? And it's like, well, usually when comics do longer than four minutes, they have, you know, it's like, I, I'm not just going to repeat those those notes every set. Right. Uh, Did they give you, like, notes? or? 
Uh, I mean, they like they gave me po- pretty positive feedback. I really thought that I was gonna move on, based on how what they said to me, and I know right. not to like read into that type of stuff, but I I did. And so I, they weren't mean to you though, right? No, the only the only like critique that I got was actually just. And they edited it out. Was Ooh, uh, insiders? <laughs> it's on the it's on it's on the YouTube clip that they posted. It's on the unreleased right. DVD. I, have, I have a joke where I said I was eating breakfast recently or something like that, and and uh, what's his name? Keenan? No, the uh, Russell. Russell. Russell was like, ah, sometimes when people say stuff, it takes me out of the joke. Like when you said you were eating breakfast like what do you not usually eat breakfast and i was like no i don't usually go out to eat i was talking about how i was at a restaurant and he's like oh okay that's a weird note it was it was just like something he wrote down right off the bat and was like i'm gonna say this damn he let you have it yeah man he gave it to me now they were all nice and but how they edited like the i was in a lot of the teasers where roseanne was like you should start smoking yeah i saw that and it made it look like she didn't like me but in context, she was just like trying just to promote weed. Yeah. She was joking around. My grandma was like, I hate that witch. What did she say to you? <laughs> and I was like, no, she liked me. Chill out. Whatever. I hate her. Wow. Yeah. I like how she's protective. How on your side, your grandmother was. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, how many rounds did you go? Just the first. They did a, they basically, this year, they picked. We had to do an untaped audition, and then they picked their 100 favorite comics to actually do the show. It wasn't like no waiting in line type right. of show. And then they picked 25 from those 100 to go to the next round. Wait, start over again. You so, got it. <laughs> you did an audition. You didn't have to like stand in line or anything. No, no. Okay. They, no one did this year. Okay. They they had- This was sort of like- they. They sort of went on a manhunt, woman hunt. Yeah, they. I got an email asking to submit a video for the producers uh, from one of like the lower level producers, and then they said, "Okay, we like your clip. We want you to come in and audition." Middle of the day in Universal City Walk at the oh, John Lovitz God. Comedy Club. Oh my God! And for they, no audience. For yeah, for producers and like ten other people who I don't know who they were. And uh, that went okay, which I was surprised with because I was like, that's like the worst scenario. Uh, but they also wouldn't let you <laughs> they wouldn't let you see the other comics. They took you in five comics at a time, put you in this locked green room that you weren't allowed to come out of. And then they're like, I'll let you know when it's your turn. And then when it was your turn, they just opened the door and they're like, go. And I'm like, go where? And they're like, you have to go down two stories and then walk onto the stage and there's people just already there clapping. And they're like, you're not gonna be able to come back in this room afterwards, so take everything you brought. And I was like, well, I have like my phone and keys and I don't wanna take, like they're, they're just like, set it on the table as like my sunglasses. And so then you just like <laughs> set it on the table, do your set, and then they go, they ask you a few questions and they go, okay, thank you. And then you walk off stage and someone guides you outside. And then you're like, now I'm outside. <laughs> And then you leave. Did they give you your stuff before you? Yeah, I like grab. It was just really frantic and weird. And then what so, do they? Th- what little secrets are you gonna? Get I know. Out? And then while we taped the show, it was similar, where they're like, "You're lo- You're in this room. If you have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> someone has to show you where it is. You're not allowed to watch any of the other comics. It was a like a four or five hour show. And how much time did you do for? Like four and a half, five minutes. So you did that, and then they moved you on to the. How many did they pick out of that? Uh, my night, they picked seven out of 
out of 25. I'm OCD. I need these numbers. Yeah, seven out of 25. Okay, uh, one, over 25. And then they 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 edited them weirdly, based on they didn't want to show each night exactly how it was. So like my episode, there's a bunch of people who I never met in it, um, mostly because my night they picked uh, five black people and one white person and one Latina. And I don't think they wanted to show them picking that many black people in one night. You know what I mean? Really? Like they wanted to spread it out so right. each night looked, because it wasn't like here's here's the white episode and here's the black episode. Yeah, I could see someone of the network going. Yeah, yeah. What is the uh, demographic? Let's mix them up per- percentage wise every <laughs> every show, which I guess is not actually a terrible thing. To do. No, no, but yeah, but it was weird because they would show the green room of people like waiting to hear if they got their name called. And they're like, that person didn't even perform. And like I was on an episode previously, even though they didn't show my set because I was just in the green room. So it was really like kind of like a who gives a fuck editing job. Did you make any money off it? Yeah, thousands of dollars. Did you? Well, they paid you for the day and then I've gotten some residual checks. Hell yeah. A lot of people see that shit. Yeah, no, I got a bigger response on Twitter and the internet from that than I did from Seth Meyers. Because it was on at 9 or 10 p.m. rather right, than yeah, 1.30 in the morning. Time. Let's talk about this. Uh, have you talked about this iPhone cookie thing a lot? Because uh, yeah. we don't have to talk about it. Uh, You're bored with it. Yeah, I talked about it quite a bit. Let's not talk about it. If you have any it. specific questions, I can I No, can no, no. This is something Brendan suggested I talk to you. Maybe he's trying to burn me <laughs> to... Uh, my my hometown newspaper uh, ran an article because I was just on Seth Meyers, uh-huh. and that's all. I know the... that I, we just talked about. It. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying that's why. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, Out of the blue, they wanted to because I'm finally doing something legit, and they were like, "That's all they wanted to talk about." Was the iPhone cookie? Yeah, and I was kind of like, "Well, I would hope that you would make this more about my stand-up because that's kind of what's been happening lately, and I'm I'm happy to answer some questions, but please don't." call me a prankster in the headline all right and they called me a uh <laughs> don't call him a prankster. social media sh- shenanigans was the headline that'd be funny if they said don't that's what i would have done to you don't, said, call. don't call him a prankster randy yeah. litke wants to be known for stand-up yeah. don't p.s don't call him a prankster <laughs> well i just was like well the point of you writing this is that i'm going to be on tv doing stand-up so we won't talk about that. We won't talk about the picante thing. <laughs> Google it. If you're yeah, listening yeah, and you Google don't know it, about yeah. it, Google it. I don't want to talk about something Twitter that we've talked about a million times. And Google iPhone cookie. We might have to wind down pretty soon. This is breezing past. I, what do you think we did, like 45 minutes? Holy shit. I don't know. Oh, Randy's uh, – I Brendan, I'm reading on my phone. Brendan Walsh, I texted him, and he said that – Older kids made him poop into a bucket. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Some older kids made you poop. Uh, into a bucket? Well, <laughs> that's so funny. You don't want to be known for this either. I no, I would love to be known for this. This is a good story. Okay, let's hear. Well, this. I don't know if it's a good story. Well, it sounds like it. Um, it sounds pretty good so far. I had uh, two friends that lived down the street from me when I was growing up, and uh, one of them was a little bit older. One of them was my age, and we were having like a sleepover. Uh, we were staying in a tent in their backyard. And we decided we wanted to sneak out and toilet paper someone's house. Uh-huh. But we were like in elementary school. We didn't really know what that meant. And we didn't know you were supposed to do it to your friends' houses. We just thought you picked a house and toilet papered it. Don't and, you? 
Um, I guess some people do, but like, yeah. it's mostly like a prank you pull on your friends, I guess. And so we're like, what are we going to do tonight? And we decided <laughs> to make this big bucket of like gross stuff. And so, like, we were putting, like, different types of food in this. We were, like, making this potion that we we called it a potion. And we were uh-huh. going to dump it on someone's yard. And they were like, you should poop in it. And I was like, ah, I don't know. And they're like, come on. And I was like, all right. And I, I pooped in this bucket. Oh, my God. And uh, with the intent of later we were going to go dump it on someone's lawn. Um, but then we just we fell asleep and we didn't do anything. And so now there's just this bucket of stuff existing, like, on the side of my friend's house. And the next day I go home, and then uh, later that day I come back and knock on their door and try to, like, like, hey, can can your – their names were Peter and Brendan or Brandon. And I was like, can Peter and Brandon play? And their parents were like, hi, Randy, we found your poop. Oh, my God, they ratted you out. And I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. Their, their parents were like, what is this? And they were like, it's Randy's poop. And I was mostly concerned that they thought the whole bucket was just my poop because right. it was a lot of real- You should have said that. Then they would have been like worried about your health. And yeah. <laughs> How old were you when, when this happened? Uh, I was probably like 10. Yeah, that's, like nine that's a good story. And uh, their parents made me go in their backyard, dig a hole with a shovel, and bury the contents of this bucket while they watched me. It was really embarrassing. Oh, they made you bury it. Yeah. It's good for the soil, I bet. Yeah. A bunch of ketchup and yeah. poop. And oh, what a, I love that. <laughs> household cleaners. I love that they didn't just want to do poop. Like, okay, we got some ketchup. <laughs> we started with everything else. Some, one sauce. Yeah, yeah. Some salt. I get some shit now. Yeah. Two liter of seven up. Oh, you should poop in it. Let's bring it home by talking about your podcast, which I have to say, I don't think, I know I haven't been on, so but that's why I haven't listened to it. Yeah. Uh podcast is called The Bone Zone. Yeah. Uh, features me and uh, one of my good friends, Brendan Walsh. Yeah. A uh, known bully. Uh, <laughs> a well-known bully in these parts. Uh, and we basically, you know, it's very childish and immature. <laughs> we call a lot of bra stores. Oh, you do a lot of prank calls? Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're kind of well thought out, but sometimes we just call places and- Just start talking to them? Yeah, what we we haven't done it in a little while, but for a while, almost every episode, we would call a bra store and ask them. <laughs> it always starts with, uh, "Hi, what's the biggest bra that you have?" And they tell us, and then we go, uh, "What's the biggest bra you've ever seen?" And then they hang up. <laughs> I think they should. I would have if I worked there. I would hang up on that first question because you know that's <laughs> Cause not it's a, a guy. Good, yeah, it's a guy asking, "What's the biggest bra?" The farthest that we got was we had. Um, Sam Simmons, uh-huh. who's Australian. Yeah, I know Sam. And I think his accent carried him pretty far, where they're like, oh, it's a guy, but it's a guy with an accent. And for some reason, we... Re- right, respect. he's visiting and he's buying gifts. We, yeah, and he was, he was trying to get a bra repaired, because he's like, well, well, in my country, we have brasmen, and they actually fix the bras. And they're like, no, we don't have that. And uh, he got pretty far with them. So this, this is the show you do so people won't think you're a prankster. <laughs> you're I'm all, fine if people think I'm a you prankster. Yeah, you're all crank calls. But if I, you know, it's hard to continue to prank if you just are constantly calling yourself a prankster. Yeah, yeah, that takes the edge off. Yeah, but we just like to call places, and we also play, uh, we have this guy uh, that we found on the internet. He has like 16,000 songs. Uh-huh. Oh, you know about him. 
uh, we had him record a bunch of Todd Berry songs. Oh, yeah, songs. that guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I do know about that. It's my feelings really bad. Yeah, this guy uh, wrote a bunch of, he has songs about everything, and we uh, play a lot of his music. We've had him on before. Uh, he came out from the Boston area to L.A. to be on our podcast. You should have me on. Yeah, you got to. Fly me in. Do you do air? Do you pay air? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, airfare travel. So where's the Bone Zone on? Uh, the All Things Comedy Network, allthingscomedy.com. How many episodes you got in the can? Uh, I just posted episode 141. Holy shit. Do you do it every single week? Every week. Every Tuesday or Wednesday we try to post one. Do you miss any weeks? Uh, I've missed a few weeks with mine. Um, Maybe, but for the most part we at least post them. If, if They might be a few days late, but for the most part we post one a week. You got anything else you want to plug? You got any live dates coming up? Uh, when is this being posted? Soon it might be tomorrow or today. I'll be in uh at the Dallas area, Addison Improv, opening right. for Jeselnik again. Anthony Jeselnik ah. doing a weekend there, October second through the fourth. Okay, yeah, I've done that club. It's a pretty good club. Is it good? Yeah, it's I'm a good trying setup. To, trying to get the stage is a good setup. I'm trying to get a good half hour. Tape. I think they might still smoke there. though. Really? Last time I was there, like they still smoked. I was like, "That's weird." I didn't even know this. I figured this was illegal. Yeah. In every country in the world. Yeah. But maybe they've changed that. And you're opening for me tonight. How did we not talk about? Oh that? my gosh! Yeah. At, at the Ice House. That's at the exciting. Ice House. I haven't been there in a little while. I like that. I've club. never been to the Ice House. It's I heard good. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So you're opening for me and driving me. That's gonna be great. <laughs> so like which, a... which one is the 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 most important? Which one's number one on the list? I like driving? the ride. <laughs> And you know, I think you can do. The, you'll do the job. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'll do the job. I I got my car washed today for you. Did you really? Oh, you'll love it. Do you want to sit? I didn't know if you wanted to sit in the front or back, so I made sure to really clean both areas. How cool would it be if I sat in the back? <laughs> I had the front seat removed, so you would have tons of leg room. Oh my god. No, I'll sit up front. Like, oh, cool. Like we're equals. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so you got Dallas with Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Anything else? Uh not really. No, follow me on Twitter. Randy Litke, L-I-E-D-K-E? L-I-E-D-T-K-E. And hopefully in the future, I'll just be at Randy. So you just like the name Randy? That'd be the dream. You still, that, that's in the works? Uh, the guy, I, the guy, I emailed the guy and he goes, I'm on it. But I haven't heard back yeah. in a week or so. I'm on it. Uh, you know what that means. He's, he's sleeping. It's not gonna <laughs> Thanks for being on my show, Randy. Yeah, thanks for having me. See you in the car tonight. That's the show, everyone. I hope you liked listening to it. It was a fun talk, I thought. Didn't know whether it'd be good or not, but it seemed okay, right? Randy's still sitting next to me. That's why I'm being slightly insulting. I thought it'd be funny to insult him. But check out feralaudio.com, F-E-R-A-L-audio.com. They present this podcast and other podcasts. You can listen to other podcasts. You can donate to other podcasts. You don't have to donate to my podcast. I'm pretty successful. I rake it in. But you can donate to the others. Feralaudio.com. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Feral Audio. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. 
Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.